Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Mr. Jim Dutton, you are a riot. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. Yeah, I'm calling to speak to the great one on home repair. <laughs> America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com, wall foam insulation for existing homes. Cadell Electric Services, for all of your electrical needs. Dallas Bath and Glass, frameless shower doors. Texas Remodel Team, your complete solution for home renovations. U.S. Tree Care, give your trees the care they need. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton, here to help you out. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. What are we going to talk about? Home improvement. Whatever your questions are, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. Dot com. That's THIPro.com. You'll find all kinds of helpful information there, where we're going to be, when we're going to be, different things coming up, links to all the sponsors and stuff you hear people you hear me talk about here on the show. And, you know, these are all companies I've checked out. I can tell you they're going to do a good job for you. So if you got an issue, use our website as a resource, THIPro.com. Dot com. Don't forget while you're there to sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week as well. That's in the upper right-hand corner that you can sign up for that. That's free. No no, no ad gimmicks going out with it. It doesn't go to anybody other than we send you out our newsletter every other week. goes out every other Friday. And uh, the next one is due out next Friday. So, again, that's at THIPro.com. But our primary thing is to take your calls and answer your questions. So pick up the phone, give me a call at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. While we're getting the calls going, I want to talk with Chris Arrington from Arrington Roofing for a few minutes here. And Chris, how are you doing today? Hey, Jim, I'm doing awesome. Man, isn't it gorgeous outside today? Yes. You know, it's, it's it's that point of the year where I think we find we we're just past the incredibly incredibly hot times. Don't say that too fast and too loud because September's starting here in a couple days, and you know September's oh. usually pretty hot too. Oh man, don't don't do it. We were, we were had a couple of commercial jobs. We were starting at five in the morning because it's just oh it's it's. It's hot, and then you get on a roof, and it's twice as hot. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's just miserable up there. And uh, but you know, with the, with these change in temperatures and stuff, it's it's really nice to be able to to go sit outside in the evenings and in the mornings and, and actually enjoy the outside again and get the stuff started. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm looking forward to Labor Day to go into the lake. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Well, let, let's talk about uh, Arrington Roofing and, you know, the fact that you guys have teamed up with Go Solar Go because, 
you know, I, I get a few calls here about solar power, and one of the things that should concern most people, and it does me all the time, is the solar panels, when they're put on the roof, you know, does the solar company know anything about roofing? They know how they're going to mount their panels, but let's face it, the bigger problem is we got to make sure that roof doesn't leak for years to come. You know, Jim, I, isn't it, it's funny how we go through life, uh, we may we have an idea of what we want to do. We just don't know how the journey, how the twists and turns are going to go. And for me, I've wanted to do solar all my life since I was in, in college and studying architecture. And I took some solar courses in architecture. But when I got out of school in the early 80s, it just wasn't time. It, you know, I couldn't. The architecture companies were not doing it. Nobody was nobody. Oh, it was uh, just too expensive. Was, it was too expensive, and the systems weren't as good. And when photovoltaic cells came in, it just changed everything. So, but, you know, you said it just a minute ago, call in because we're going to answer your questions. If if the only point I get across today is with with roofing and solar and homes, it is it is time. I mean, it is time right now for people to ask questions and find out about solar because it's here. The prices are lower. The as a matter of fact, you know, the the federal tax credit of thirty percent is still good for another sixteen months. But to have a you know, with what I've got now on my journey, having roofing and solar together and having it be the right time, I'm telling you, I think people are going to be amazed to, you know, call. We'll come over and explain all the intricacies of solar and putting it on your house or or not putting it on your house. I mean, Jim, we've, we've done with Go Solar Go, we've done some projects where we built the pergola. Yeah. So it wasn't on the house. It the house didn't face right, or there was something different about it. I mean, there's there's all kinds of options. But if I can give anything a point a point across today, it's it's time. Well, it's you know, time. and most people don't know about solar. They 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 don't. They and they don't understand it. But you know, one of the big questions, and and I had a caller last week call and ask this. Okay, if I got the solar panels on my roof, do I have to take them off when it's time to re-roof the house? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's that, that's the you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. I'm excited about <clears throat> working with Go Solar Go because we can go in and match them. If you if your platform, which basically now your roof has not only become a watershedding system for your home, it's become a landing platform for an energy company, you know, your own energy company to be on your on that slope well they need to match yep because you don't want to have one or the other going out at a time and that and now you've affected the other product and how about uh hailstorms because you know the roof takes a beating with hailstorms how do the solar panels hold up as compared to the the roof yeah well you want to make sure you've got a uh, you know that goes into the glass and make sure you don't get you know, a solar panel that's going to be so cheaply made that in our, you know, Dallas-Fort Worth area at least, 
um, it's going to get busted up by hail. Now, I always tell people, even a roof, solar system, anything can get destroyed by hail. Oh, so, absolutely. Depends yeah, on the size of the hail. Yeah, so there's that risk. But, but that's why, you know, we'd love to be in people's homes explaining to them, you know, I mean, that's why you've got me and your other sponsors on this show, because people are going to get a, an honest answer, and, and we can go over the options that there are and what the limits are. I mean, there's going to be limits. You know, uh, if, if big hail hits, it's going to break stuff. Well, and talking about limits, one of the, the things a lot of people, their first inclination when they're talking about going solar is, well, I'm going to get off the grid. Well, that's typically not a realistic expectation either. No, and I'll just I'll just show my hand. I mean, what we're going going to suggest is don't get off the grid. The grid is your friend. If we've got a lot of rainy days or cloud and your system's not making what it should, you need to have a power backup. Plus, if to get off the grid, you've got to do batteries and you've got to have other storage space and it gets way more complicated and expensive than you need to do. And what we're saying is, hey, um, let's just take your bills from dollars to pennies. I mean, that's it. Take it from dollars to pennies. Yeah, but you always want that grid as a backup. Yes. Yeah. They're just, unless, (laughs) Jim, unless you've got a property out in the middle of West Texas where there's not even a power line around, now that one you can be off the grid, but. You know, in, in well, the Metroplex, it just it didn't make sense. Yeah, you know, it's funny you should say that. Uh, my family just had a family reunion up in North Dakota, where my dad's from, and his grandfather had a place out in the country that, uh, which would have been my great grandpa. Uh, they were off the grid. I mean, when when energy when uh, electricity started being brought out by lines and stuff they were so far out in the middle of nowhere that the lines weren't brought out and he did down in the basement had a battery uh bank set up and they were using wind uh power to generate and charge the batteries uh to to run electricity at night so it's possible but you spend a small fortune to do that and typically, there's just really not a reason for that. And especially with the way the grids are nowadays and the solar availability. But the nice thing on, on the, the way power is set up nowadays, if you're tied to the grid, a lot of times you can sell the excess back to the power company when you're not using it all. Absolutely. And we can go over how all that works. And, and I want people to know that solar nowadays... I think it's um, people are more used to it and they've seen it, and it really is not as complicated as you as, as you would think. When you put it on right and you've got the right platform, it's kind of like snap on, clip it on here, yep. clip some things together. It's safe, it's clean, it you know it it looks nicer, um, and it, and it's it's safe. Oh yeah, there, there, there really there is it no. Works. Yeah, there, there. Well, if somebody's wanting to uh, talk with you, Chris, how can they get in touch with you at Arrington Roofing? Yeah, we can. We'll be answering the phones at two one four six nine eight eight four four three. Or probably easiest for most people nowadays is look us up on the web at arringtonroofing.com. dot com. Real easy. 
All right. Well, Chris, I appreciate you taking time out of your Saturday to, to talk with us, and I look forward to talking to you again. Absolutely. Thanks, Jim. Have hey, a good enjoy one. the lake, lake next weekend. I appreciate it. All right. Okay. Take care. Better than your favorite beverage washing down a big bag of pork rinds. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Well, don't that sound healthy now? 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. That's 1-800-288-9227. This is the time to call. Typically during the second hour, we get real busy. First hour, I got time to take calls. 1-800-288-9227. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by America's Choice Windows. Ten windows for just thirty-six eighty. Now, with these changes in weather, you know, I don't know if you've been noticing, but a lot of grass is burning up. Well, it will start raining again. It always goes through those cycles. And, you know, with El Nino, we're supposed to be on a wet cycle right now. We just happen to be hitting a good dry spell. But if you've got trees out in the yard that are starting to brown and stuff, please water them. We're losing a lot of trees right now because they are so confused about what's going on. They had this this dry spell for you know three four years then we got into just torrential rain and they thought well everything's going to be all right and they started growing again and we went back into this hot dry spell this this drought again and it's really just tearing up the trees if if your trees are showing stress from it please keep them watered i'm not saying you got to water the whole yard. The grass comes back with no problem. But the trees, once they die, they are gone. It doesn't come back. So maintain your trees by all means. Anyways, if you've got a home improvement question, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Don't forget, check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you're going to find links to all of the different sponsors, people who can help you out. You know, just whatever you're looking for. And I know we got a three-day weekend coming up. That means you got time to get your projects done. And if you got questions on them, this is the time to call. 1-800-288-9227. Here's the short answer with real estate expert Todd Tremonti. Hey folks, if you're thinking about buying new construction and you're concerned with what you need to be aware of, couple of things to think about. I always tell my clients buying new construction actually can be a lot like buying a new car. The value of a brand new home often does actually drop before it comes back up. We've all been trained to think that property values constantly rise. It's just not true. If you're in an area where there's a lot of land and you know they'll continue to build for years and years and years, you need to make sure that you're willing to live in that home for five to 10 years or at least as long as the builders plan to continue to build. Property values do drop before they come back up, so make sure if you're thinking about new construction, you're prepared to be there for a while. This is Todd Tremonti with the short answer on new construction. If you have questions about this or anything else, just give me a quick call at the office at 844-404-SOLD. Now, back to Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And this 
portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place with locations all over Texas. Simply go to THIPro.com and click on the link to Ace Hardware to find a store near you. Now, if you got a home improvement question, give me a call at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Mary, welcome to WBAP. What can I do for you? Hi, Jim. I've got a home that um, uh, was built in the 50s, and they back then uh, the original floor plan was you'd left the uh, kitchen, you had to go through the garage to get to the outside, so you went down uh, four or five steep steps to get to the outside, and it was a concrete garage floor. Um, the folks did a conversion and turned the uh, garage into a den and leveled the uh, den floor with the kitchen floor. And so you didn't have to go down steps anymore there, but you did end up ultimately having to go down steps to get to the outside. But the uh, conversion resulted in a cave, a storage area below the den floor, in between the den floor and the garage floor. Am I making sense? Yes, ma'am. It looked like a little crawl space there. Yeah, a crawl space. Well, there was a leak, um, and everything got saturated in that crawl space, and they had nice, there is nice wood under there that they used to do this conversion, and it's all gotten saturated. So now I don't know what to do about that wood. I want to kill the mold before it begins to become a big, before it becomes a problem. What do you recommend I do? Has the so, leak been fixed so it's it's drying out now? Yeah, it's dried out down there now. Okay. As long as it's dried out, you shouldn't have anything to worry about because the only way the mold and mildews live is to have moisture. Uh, and did, what was it, a, a water line leak or something? Yeah. The In fact, it was really strange because the, um, the uh, pipe that goes to the outside... When you when you watered and used the hose outside, you thought when you shut it off that it was shut off, but it continued to drool and drain yeah. below. Have you heard of that happening before? Yeah, yeah, especially if you get any pinholes or anything, that, that becomes a real problem until the pressure releases back. Okay, well, that's what was going on, and um, I didn't know. I don't know how long it went. It leaked like that. It could have been... Uh, weeks or even months, but I finally saw the uh, leaking coming out of the, you know, the storage building onto the driveway. Well, as long as as none of the wood started to rot yet, and and it doesn't sound like it should have, you know, typically if there's a water line leak like that, yeah, the wood will get wet and it'll get saturated and, and quite frankly, it'll discolor it. But for where it's at, that, none of that matters. Once you get it dried out, you'll be fine and won't have to worry about it. So you don't think I need to get the bleach out there and... No, nah, because it's, it's in that crawl space, correct? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, don't worry about it. Oh, it sure smells musty down there right now. Well, now, if, if you got the musty smell, you may want to put a dehumidifier in there for a while to finish drying it out completely. Because mm-hmm. even though you got rid of all the water, it doesn't mean all the moisture's gone yet. Okay. And that musty smell is typically caused from stuff that's been wet and still has moisture in it because the wood will absorb water and hold it for a period of time. And so by putting a dehumidifier down there, 
you can dry it out quicker, better, and not have to worry about it. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's what I'll do then. I've got a fan down there right now, and I keep the fan running pretty much all the time. How, how long ago did you get the water line fixed? Oh, just about a week ago. Okay. Yeah, you'll probably be doing this to dry it out really well. You're going to be looking at a couple of weeks probably. Okay. Okie doke. Well, listen, you have a good rest of your day. You too. Thank you much, Mary. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Terry and Carrollton, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm just doing groovy. Um, I am getting a house built and they're putting in the uh, radiant barrier decking. Uh-huh. What can I do that's cost-effective? And when I say cost-effective, I mean I'm going to get payback before I die. How can I make that attic more efficient? Because it's still going to be really, really hot up there. Well, Terry, how soon are you going to die? <laughs> well, I'm 55. <laughs> okay, we got a long time to deal with this, but all joking aside, uh, the radiant barrier was a, a great step. The other thing that you have to make sure of is that you got really good ventilation. And unfortunately, a lot of times builders don't put enough ventilation in the soffits. They'll put a uh, ridge vent on it or whirly birds, and then they only put a few vents in the soffits, and that's just not enough. For every 150 feet of attic space you have, you got to have one square foot of ventilation. And if you'll put 60% of it in the soffit, 40% in the exit, you'll have good ventilation, and that will help tremendously with the with your energy bills and with the heat in the attic. Okay. And okay. if they give you an option to use like a, a hardy siding where you can use the continuous soffit vents, that is the best way to do it. So those foils, those attic foils um, where you're covering up the uh, the studs, that's not worth it. Well, you already did that with the radiant barrier decking. Okay. And so you've already got a radiant barrier up there. So your next big, your next big step is going to be in the ventilation. And quite frankly, that costs you hardly nothing. Okay. Okay. All right, so for how many feet, say that again, for every for, for every 150 feet of attic space you have, you need one foot of ventilation. And yeah, the, the rule is 60-40, but if you do it 50-50, half, in the, half on the ridge vent or air hawks or solar fans, whatever you use up there, and the other half in the soffit vents, you'll be just fine. Okay, all righty, thank you so much. You bet. Take care, Terry. You too. Enjoy the new house. Thank you, I will. Because there's some things duct tape just won't fix. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com to find a store near you. Alrighty, our number, 1-800-288-9227. Let's head back to the calls. Weldon, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Hey, got a house, uh, a Fox & Jacob. It was a 80% brick, uh, built back in the 80s, okay? 
And uh, unfortunately, uh, on the ends, on the north and south ends of the house, uh, you know, they they had they put up that particle board or or soffit or fascia, whatever you call it. I don't know, but uh, anyhow, it's deteriorated over time, and the soffit underneath the eaves, of course, is starting to squirrels have gotten to parts of it, and other parts of it are starting to rot away. And I'm not a carpenter, <laughs> so I'm wondering the best way to go about this. If I should go back with the siding or go back with like some party board on the ends or, or what I should specifically do to kind of make some improvements to our house without it costing a fortune. Uh, you know, uh, don't want to put more into the house than what it's actually worth. Sure. Or like that. So go back with Hardy. On that. And mm-hmm. I would go back with Hardy. In fact, that's what I did on my house. And let me tell you, a lot of times people think that it's going to cost them too much to go with Hardy. The cost difference is very minor, okay. but the benefits... Uh-huh. Are, are just tremendous because, one, once it's on there, it's done. Right. The hardy is concrete. It's never going to deteriorate like the uh, particle board siding you got, you know, which, which is masonite, right. basically. Exactly. And, exactly. You, you know, the installation process is the same whether you're putting the masonite back or the hardy sure. back. Okay. So really the only cost difference you have is a couple dollars in material. And when I say a couple dollars, uh-huh. uh, if you go in and buy... A, say you're going to use the lap siding. You go in and buy a 16-foot piece of the lap siding in masonite, and you yes. spend $13 on it. Or you go in and you spend $15 to get a 16-foot piece of hardy. Which right. one's which one makes more sense? Oh, the hardy board. Of exactly, and that's really what you're dealing with when when you're buying these products. Okay. Now, what about under the eaves, the boxed eaves? Uh, same situation. You know, yeah, they, squirrels, yeah, uh, they make the, the Hardy has a great soffit. It, it's got a, a continuous hole ventilation in it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so once it's up there, you've got continuous soffit vents, which improves your attic temperature and just makes right. everything so much better for you. Now, I can measure, you know, I, uh, through life I've learned to measure, and <laughs> I, I, can, I can use a saw, but uh, I'm not the best. This is something I'm going to need a nail gun with. I mean, I know hammering upside down the soffit and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, what well, should I go down and rent an air gun uh, to hammer the nails, or what uh, do you recommend they, turning them in with? They actually make you've got you got your choice. Hardy actually makes nails for a specific nail gun for it, okay. or they make special screws for it as well. Unlike okay. when you're doing wood, you don't uh-huh. sink your nails into the Hardy siding. When All the right. when the uh, bottom of the head of the nail gets to the siding where it's secured it into place tight, Right. that's mm-hmm. where you stop. You don't countersink Certainly. it. No, it'll, and, it'll, it'll break, won't it? And that's where most people make a mistake when they're installing Hardy, including a lot of professional installers. Okay, all right. You've been very helpful. I know you got a good show going, and uh, I appreciate you helping everyone out here, and you've really helped me out with some insight on what I'm going to do about this problem. So, well, hey, thank you much, okay? You bet, Weldon. Take care. All right, take care. Bye-bye. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. And welcome to hour number two of Texas Home Improvement, 1-800-288-9227. That's 
9227. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by James Hardy, the best siding on the planet. Visit THIPro.com and click on the link to James Hardy Siding to learn more. All righty, let's jump back into the calls and Refugio, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. What can I do for you? Yes, sir. I have a question. I was wondering if the uh, uh, aluminum foil uh, radiant bearer has an effect on your uh, uh, your phone reception in your house. Well, you know, a lot of people will say yes, it does, and a lot of people say no, it doesn't. Uh, my experience is it really has not had any effect on phone reception. Uh, not okay. Not to say that that uh, there's some things that it can't affect, but I really haven't seen any difference. I've got it in my house. I've got it at the deer lease. And in fact, the, one of the little cabins we have at the deer lease, I've not only got it in the attic, I did all the walls and everything with it. And the phone still, it works better in there than it does the big house that we don't have the uh, radiant barrier on. Okay. Uh, the reason I was asking is because uh, I wanted to do it in my house, but I'm a little hesitant because after I had uh, my alarm installed, the phone's reception in here in the house was fine. And after the alarm system was installed, uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but after that happened, it just it, the reception was just went bad. And I was going to ask you, if, I don't know if, the radiant barrier would be any worse because it'd probably make it worse with the... No. No, it should should not affect it at all. Now, on your alarm system, did you go with a wireless alarm? Uh, Yes. Yeah, and see, what the reason that can affect the phone system is it's actually sending out a signal in order to be wireless that way. And so the, the radio waves can be affected by other radio waves coming through. Okay, what would you suggest uh, if we keep the alarm system uh, wireless uh, as far as getting better reception around the house? Because we've, we've gone through our phone company and they've done everything for us. We've installed all kinds of antennas up in the attic, so I'm a little hesitant to install radiant barriers since we have that issue already. You know, if the booster's not doing anything for you on right. the uh, cell reception, I don't know of anything yes, that will. Okay. And quite frankly, what the booster's probably doing is picking up the uh, signals from the wireless system and boosting that yeah. as well. Yes. Okay. Any suggestions? Other than getting rid of my uh, alarm company? <laughs> well, I guess you could get rid of the alarm company and hire Smith & Wesson to take care of the house, but you're not always there to, 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 <laughs> to do it correct. that way. So. Uh, <laughs> No, what you may want to consider is just going with a wire-type system. Okay. Oh, and there's the alarm. Okay. <laughs> they, it, I'll Thank let you, you go. Much we'll much talk to you your... later. Yes, sir. Bye. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And I'll see what I can do to help you out. And, hey, if you don't want to use Smith & Wesson to protect your house, there's always Sig, Sig & Sawyer and... Uh, you know, Colt, he, he doesn't mind stopping by once in a while as well. They, they can all do a great job of protecting your home. But in reality, alarm systems do a wonderful job. Um, but you got to make sure that they're monitored 
and that they don't give a lot of false alarms because that just drives the police nuts where then they don't respond like like needs to be when they do go off. 1-800-288-9227. Kathy, welcome to WBAP. What can I do for you? Hi. Um, I've got some remodeling going on at my home, and the contractor is suggesting that we go back with a um, with a new one-step stucco system, and um, I wondered what your opinion was on that. What is he wanting to use? Um, it's the it's this foam board with the stucco. It's a one-step yeah, project rather he, than the. He's wanting to use EFIS. Okay. And I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Really? Really. Mm. I have been out to more homes than I can shake a stick at where that stuff, uh, because of the just being a, a single layer and it's it's got the, the styrofoam behind it, the minute it gets any type of moisture, it just infests the house with molds and mildews. Oh, boy. And that surface tends to get cracks on it because even though it's it's a good solid surface, uh, you know it, it's just it plagues itself with hairline cracks. Now, if you don't mind keeping it painted, they make special paints for stuccos that have some elasticity to it that can go over the cracks and everything, and keep it sealed up. And you watch that you know baseballs don't hit it and pu- put cracks in it and stuff like that. You'll be fine, but in general, if I if I had my choice, I would not go back with it. That's a product that was developed for commercial buildings, and they they started using it on residential, on the really you know the McMansion residential houses, and it's working its way down into regular houses as well. But uh, I just don't care for it. I love stucco, and I love real stucco. I just don't care for the ephus. Okay. Um, do you have what can you say? The, the issue that we've got is um, we've got we have brick on the house that's been removed. We've got the brick ledge to deal with. Uh-huh. Um, I had I had asked the I had asked the contractor about going back with Hardy. We have Hardy on our gable ends, and I love it, and on the soffit and all. But um, um, you know, he said, well, you know, that's just going to be too plain, Jane, and, um, and you know, they, he could build it out to put the hardy on, but he really liked this product. He thought it would make the house look, you know, a step up. Um, I've been doing as much research as I could on it. I'm seeing, I'm reading pros and cons, and so I'm kind of, you know, kind of left out in the Yeah, the, the, cons, the, the cons way outweigh the pros on it. If it was my house, because and I'm actually thinking about doing this with my house in a, in a couple years, you've got the brick ledge. I would come up with stone off the brick ledge for about three feet or so, and then above that I would put hardy siding. I love I love that look, uh, and you don't have to worry then about moisture. You don't have to worry about all the issues that you can have with those EFIS type products. Okay. Well, I certainly appreciate you taking my call, and I do appreciate your comments. Kathy, you take care, and good luck with that. Thank you. Bye-bye. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Al in Frisco, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hang on. Can you hear me better now? You bet. That was much better. 
Okay. Um, my call is concerning the fact that I'm putting in vinyl windows, replacing all the windows in the house. Okay. And I, and I currently have hardwire uh, security throughout the windows. Now, yeah. I'm being told that if I put if I go uh, go back with the uh, hardwire, that it's going to void the warranty on the vinyl windows. And I'm also being told that you've got to use wireless. And who's, I don't have a warm fuzzy in my stomach about that. Yeah, who's telling you that? Uh, Pella. Get a different window. <laughs> they're, feeding uh, you, my, they're, they're feeding you a line. Well, that's, that's what I thought. Um, but... I can I can still use a hard wire versus a, a wireless because I'm not real fond of wireless. Yeah, uh, in my house I use wire. I, I I'm not a big fan. Of, I like wireless stuff, and let me tell you, I got wireless all over the place, uh, in my truck, in in the in the house, and that. But when it comes to the alarm systems, uh, I'm I hardwire. Now at my offices, I've got hardwire for the alarms, and then I use wireless on cameras and such. But right. you cannot you you cannot beat the reliability of a wire type system. Now I will tell you on a alarm system that comes into a window, the wire doesn't have to penetrate the window itself. The wire can be on the contact that's on the wall, and then the one that goes onto the window itself can be just adhered to the window using double face tape or something. So you're not ever penetrating the window frame uh, and therefore not voiding any warranties if that's if that's what they're worried about. Well, that's, I'm not quite for sure um, where they're coming from when they said that you can't you, you, you can't rewire hardwire, but it wasn't making me feel real comfortable with it, especially that, since I've already purchased the windows. Yeah. Now, was is it the uh, window company or the manufacturer who's telling you that? It's Pella. It's Pella. They're Pella windows. Yeah, but but is it the? And, it, but it, it, it's them. Okay. I would get a different window. And a little late, but yeah. Um, okay, I didn't know about. Um, um, being able to stick the hardwire to the outside instead of having to go back the way it is because it's it's hidden the way it is now. Well, it's, um, it's it still would be hidden the way I'm talking about, uh, but you just don't have to drill holes through the window frame or anything. Okay. All righty. Do you have a um, an alarm company? Because uh, the people that I've got right now are telling me the same thing. They've been out here to look, and they're telling me they... anyway. Never mind. So, okay. All righty. Al, take care you. and good, good luck with that. All right. Thank you. Bye. 1-800-288-9227. And unfortunately, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there, they, they just want to make it easier on themselves. And quite frankly, going with the wireless is easier, whether you're the, the alarm company or the window company, because, you know, they just peel and stick, boom, boom, they're done. Everything is hooked up. But, you know, like our earlier call, I'll guarantee you that wireless transmissions that are going for in that alarm system is what's interfering with his cellular service. And, you know, the more this wireless stuff we go with, the more interference we're going to have. Why do you think when you go into hospitals and places like that, they, they tell you don't use that kind of stuff? Uh, so, you know, you just you just have to 
sometimes you just have to stand your grounds and make them do it the way you want it done. In a world where Jim Dutton is in the world, is a world where Jim Dutton is, you know, in, in the world. And that world is known as Texas Home Improvement. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion is brought to you by Advent Air, the comfortable solution. Got a home improvement question? 1-800-288-9227. Molly in Fort Worth. Welcome to WBAP. Hi. Uh, we purchased some uh, pre-finished wood tongue and groove for my parents, and they have a... Um, a house with the slab foundation and just recently they had a uh, break in their hot water line and had subsequent flooding that has been repaired but now i'm concerned uh about putting uh a the glue that they recommended with it supposedly has a uh vapor uh, uh, moisture barrier barrier yeah yes uh, moisture barrier um, glue, and Daddy was saying, "Well, maybe we should put some vinyl or some something else." And I said, "Well, I'm I'm going to call and see what you think." My personal preference is not to use a, a glue down wood floor on okay. concrete. I normally, on a concrete floor, want to use a floating wood floor. All right, how do you do that? There is a mat that you get that you put down first, uh, and it's a it's a little cushion. It's only about an eighth of an inch thick. And then the floor panels simply lock together, and they sit on top of that mat. There's no gluing them down, no nailing them down, no nothing. They just sit there and float. Now, not all of the floors can do that, but most of them can. And so you would have to look at the instructions for your floor if it's one of them that you can do that with. But the advantage to that. If there's any movement in the concrete, it's underneath and separated from the wood floor, so it's not messing up the floor. If there's moisture that comes up through the concrete, it doesn't get to the floor because that membrane that you put down first is protecting the floor from the moisture. And that's what typically ruins those floors. The moisture comes up, softens that glue, and the floor lets loose and starts to warp and everything, and and it just makes a mess. So... I would definitely take a look at if you can use your floor as a floating floor. Got to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. You've worked hard all week. It's time to kick back and relax. Okay, that's enough. Now get up and fix something. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, if you miss any of the show, make sure to listen to our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click on the SoundCloud icon at THIPro.com. Alrighty, 1-800-288-9227. We're going to Denton, Texas. Barbara, how are you today? Just fine, and I enjoy your program. Here's Thank the you. problem we have. We purchased a home several years ago, and we noticed it didn't seem to hold a coat of paint very well. It's a frame house. So the first time it needed to be painted, we we scraped it, and we 
put bleach on it to to I don't know thought thought that might help and we primed it and we painted it. Now we see that it wasn't a bad paint job before that the paint is peeling again. Yep. Suggestions please. You have a pine home. A pine and, home. Yeah, the, the the wood is made out of pine. And there is a fungus that gets into that wood sometimes mm-hmm. that you just cannot get the paint to stick. I mean, it literally, you'll paint it, and within two years, it's blistering off again. Right. Uh, I do not know of anything that will kill that and permanently stop that from happening. I actually had a house at one time uh, that was a rent house that would do that. I had to paint that sucker all the time. just drove me nuts. Um, you know, back then, and that, that was... Oh, my goodness, that was 30-some years ago. Uh, The only solution back then was to literally take the siding off and reside it. Uh, Now, there are some coatings that are are available nowadays. Uh, One of them that you may want to take a look at, I'm not 100% sure if this would, you know, clear up the problem or not, but uh, talk with the folks over at Rhino Shield. Rhino, R-I. Yeah, R-H-I-N-O, Shield. Okay. Uh, Website is rhinoshieldtx.com. Tx.com, okay. Yeah, and that's uh, really a protective coating that can be put on. And what they do is they literally strip everything down, and it's a multi-layer system when they're coming up. But it comes also with a, a life with a warranty on it, so a 25-year warranty uh, on the paint job. So even if it does come off, because it's really not a paint, it's a coating uh-huh. with ceramic in it, and it bonds better than regular paint does. Is it in the Metroplex? Oh yeah. Okay. What about putting siding on it? Uh, you could reside it. Uh, if you do, I would take a look at using uh, Hardy siding. Hardy siding. Okay. Yeah. And depending on what you go with, you could possibly just go over it. Uh, and let me give you the Rhino Shields Metroplex number. It's 972-800-5536. Okay. okay. Will they come out and look at it and give you an estimate? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hardy siding, could that go over the over the wood? As it is now? In most cases, yes, as long as the wood's not rotted. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, we'll check out Rhino Shield, and uh, I do appreciate it, and keep up the good work. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Take mm-hmm. care. Bye-bye. Bye. 1-800-288-9227. And uh, just, just real quick, on Rhino Shield, what they actually do is they'll come out, they look at it, you know, they tell you what it's going to take. When they come out to do the project, the first thing they do is any place where it's peeling has got to come off. They scrape it down to uh, raw wood. That wood will be primed, and then they come up with their multi-layers. If there's any rotten wood, that all gets fixed and everything because once they put this protective coating on there, it is there to stay. And like I said, it comes with that 25-year warranty, so they don't want to have to come back on it. So they're going to make sure that they do everything they can to make it right the first time. Let's head to Waxahachie. Pat, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Good afternoon, Jim. I need your help. Okay. 
um, I have, we need a new roof, and we haven't decided on what to do with that, but the problem is that I have a leakage in uh, one of the rooms, and in the closet, the leakage is on the cathedral ceilings in that room, and uh, there's a leakage on the side going down to a closet, and in the closet there is speckled brown spots. I don't know if it's mold. I hope not. But anyway, it's brown circles, gray circles, about a half an inch, and it's about half of the ceiling in that one normal closet. It's just a narrow yep. uh, closet at the end of uh, the cathedral ceiling where it comes down on the walls. Well, I can tell you more than likely it is some type of mold. Not all molds are bad. You know, and I know everybody makes a big deal out of mold, but houses have had mold in them from the beginning of time. Uh, the only ones that are bad are when you get into those black uh, molds, you know, that that are toxic for people. Uh-huh. But it doesn't matter what you do unless you get that roof fixed where you're not getting water in it any longer. Mm-hmm. That mold will continue. Okay. You've got to stop the moisture source. Def, the roof is first. Without question. And then what if we have to pull down all of that inside? Just go ahead and do the roof first and and then take care of the mold. I want to have a mortgage company. We're doing a refinance, and I just don't want them to see this mold until we can get the roof. <sighs> well, the, but if you're using the refi in order to redo the roof and fix the sheetrock damage and stuff, that I don't gets know. calculated I don't know in. what to do first, but... Ma'am, I'm telling you you up front, you have to do the roof first because if you do anything else first, you're going to be redoing it. It will not last with that water getting on it. You've got to stop the water problem first. Okay, well, I know the roof's bad. Yeah. I know this is where it's coming from. So that's what you got to deal with first. Okay, and they will not mess up if we have to go in and pull out the closet stuff or whatever we have to do. What do you mean they won't mess up? Well having the roof done first and then we do the mold or pull down whatever. Correct. Okay. That's... I wasn't sure. I thought do the mold first. No, because if you do the mold first and we get a rain, you got water back into it, the mold is back. Okay. All all mold has to have water in order to survive. So once you once you put the roof on and you stop the moisture source, now you've solved half your mold problem. Okay. And who do I call or can I do the mold, or what do you have to pull out, or what do we? How do I get someone to analyze that? Well, now that's going to be a matter of how bad the mold is, and in some cases, yeah, you'd have to have a mold remediation come in. But you know, truthfully, if if it's just the spots like you were talking about, yeah. you should be able to just take that off, uh, and at the very worst, take those sections of sheetrock out and put new ones in. In many cases, if the sheetrock's not soft yet, you can actually seal it. Mm-hmm. You know, clean it up, seal it, and repaint it, and you're fine. It all depends on how much water's gotten onto it so far. Well, the leakage is on the cathedral ceiling about halfway up, and then it goes to the closet, so it's... Yeah, probably been a fair amount then. Yeah. And my guess is you're going to want to take the sheetrock down, not only in the closet, but on the cathedral ceiling as well, because all the insulation that's in in there has probably been ruined as well. Okay. And then who do I do who to fix the mold? Who's a good person? Or do I, can I do just have a handyman, or do we need professional? 
it, it, again, it'll depend on what type of mold and how bad it is. In most cases, though, I, the mold stuff is overdone, and I'm going to make a lot of remediators upset right now, but in most cases, they don't need to come in and tint the house and, and treat it like it's a toxic zone. It just oh, needs goody, to get the goody. stuff. Okay. Yeah, you just need to get the stuff out, seal it up, clean it up, and be done with it. And then have the the loan people come in then. <laughs> yeah, if, if that's yeah, if you want to have them come in then that's fine. Or if you want to have them come in ahead of time because this is what you're going to use the money for is to to fix the house up. That's what a home improvement loan on a refi is for. Oh, you think so? Oh, but yeah. I was thinking it would scare them to see the nope. mold. It, or it, it, it is. It is done all the time. And they won't just decline it. Just no, ma'am. Oh my goodness! It could be all through the house, and we're going to have to. We'll just decline it. I'm just no. afraid to have a mount. No, no. That it's done all the time. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much, Jim. Appreciate it. Pat, good luck with that. You've given me some direction. I really okay. appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you. Back to the number one home improvement show in Texas. Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And these good times are brought to you by Cadell Electric. For all your electrical needs, 214-329-4567, cadellelectric.com. Let's head straight back into the calls at 1-800-288-9227. We're going to go to Denton, Texas. Carol, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Thank you for taking my call. My daughter has a house that was built in about 1947. She doesn't have any insulation in her ceiling. She also does not have any soffits uh, around the roof. So she has to replace the roof in about three years. And it was suggested that when she does, she has the roof rebuilt to put in the soffit. Is that a good idea? It definitely won't hurt anything, depending on the cost of it. will depend on if it's worth doing or not. Oh, okay. Um, it, uh, it, it, it is always good to have soffits, though, because it, uh, they serve two purposes. One is it sheds the water off the siding of the house. Two, it allows ventilation up into the attic so that the heat can come in through the soffits up and out the top. But, you know, when you're dealing with a house that was built in the in the 40s, how can somebody come along in 2015 when a house is, you know, 65 years old or older and say it was built wrong back in the 40s? And and, and that that's where I kind of run into an issue when, when people always say, well, it's when they look at a, an older house and say, well, it, it, it was built wrong and it doesn't meet this code and it doesn't meet that code. That sucker's been sitting there a heck of a lot longer than the house you built me last week, and it's probably going to be sitting there still when the house you built me last week falls down. Okay, well, uh, she can't put any insulation in it now, can she, because she doesn't have ventilation. You you don't have to have ventilation to put insulation in. Now, what the ventilation does is it reduces the heat that's up in the attic, so it makes the insulation work better, but she can absolutely put ventilation attic or put insulation in the attic and in the walls she really needs to call foammywalls.com uh that will show her how she can insulate not only the walls but they can help her with the attic as well their number is 972-570-3626 that music means i gotta take a break we'll be right back 
comes to home improvement, Jim Dutton will have you riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels. Here he is on Texas Home Improvement. And let's jump straight back into the calls. Barbara, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Okay. I have two restraining walls, retaining walls, right in front of my house. They run about six feet tall, eight feet wide. They're just bricks sitting on the footer. And we're going to take them down, and I want to pour, like, little porches on both sides of the uh, sidewalk, Uh five by six. And I'm having trouble finding a someone that will do a job that small. You can call my office. We do that small of concrete jobs all the time. Oh, okay. What is your number? 972-406-0912. Okay. Thanks a lot, Jim. I sure do appreciate You're it. You're welcome, Barbara. Take care. Yeah, that, and it's hard to find contractors that are willing to do the small jobs, but, you know, there's some of us out there who will take the small jobs. Now, per square foot, yes, you pay more than you would if you were doing a bigger job, but, you know, it costs as much to go out for a small job as it does to get that truck out there for a large job. So you got to pay that part of it, and then it's just a matter of the materials. So with that, I hope you have a great week. Talk to you again next weekend right here on WBAP for more Texas Home Improvement. Drive!